0: You are a great God. We acknowledge your presence, O God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Please have a seat in God's presence. Hallelujah. Welcome to church. Glory to God. Turn your Bibles with me to Romans chapter 3, from verse 23. Romans chapter 3, from verse 23. It says, For all have sinned, And falls short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. Oh, Shakata Labayata. Verse 24 And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement. Through the shedding of his blood. To be received. By faith. That's the New Living Translation. To be received by faith. You know all through the month of March. We stayed on the topic of the Holy Spirit. We taught about it. God demonstrated. We experienced it. We felt the power of God. So I, I have a confidence in my heart that. Every one of us from that month of March will come into a place, a relationship with the Holy Ghost that will build up gradually and begin to affect our world and influence the, our, our space, influence everything around us. But in the month of April, we're trusting God to find, to get an experience, experience of freedom. That's what I see. That's what I see, experience of freedom. Experience of freedom. So that after this month of April, you will boldly declare some things. No bondage. No shame. No guilt. No fear. Nothing. Nothing. Because you would have come into a place in God where you realize that you're free. Where you realize that you're free the reality of our redemption is what is not what we will obtain but what we realize that has been obtained for us in the elevate service i was talking a little about that the reality of the redemption that we have in Christ Jesus is not that it's not what we are obtaining but what we realize that has been obtained for us obtained on our behalf it is, what we have, it is what we receive. Look at that scripture in, uh, in Romans 3.25. It said, God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. To be received by faith. It is to come to the knowledge that we are truly free not that we are seeking to be free no we are coming to the knowledge that we are truly free so that's why i've titled this teaching i'm going to be teaching in april free that's the title free no bondage no guilt no shame no fear free completely free completely free so we are not seeking to be free but we're coming to the knowledge That we are already free. I'm not seeking to be rich. I'm coming to the knowledge that I'm already rich. I'm coming to that awareness that I'm already healed. I'm coming to that awareness that I have no shame and no guilt. I'm coming to that awareness that there is therefore now no condemnation. So I'm not seeking to be free. I'm free. That's it. So through this teaching, we are trusting God to bring us to that place and that awareness that we are free. So I've not come to tell you that you will be free, but I've come to tell you that to expose you to the reality that you are already free. I've not come to give you a list of things you need to do to be free. But to let you know that by not receiving the freedom Christ has brought, you are putting yourself in bondage. That's what it means to be, bondage, to be in bondage. Because the truth of the matter is Christ has set every one of us free. Before we got saved. The reason we are in bondage is not because we are in bondage. It's because we don't know that we are free. reason there is condemnation and guilt and shame and fear. It's not because we're actually in those things. It's because we don't know that we are free. So he says, my people perish because they lack knowledge. It says in Ecclesiastes, he said, the labor of the foolish wearies every one of them. Why? Because he does not know how to go to the city. He doesn't know the way to the city. So Christ has come, and his coming has set us free. It's not going to make us free. It has set us free. So what it means is that you and I need to come to the reality that we are free. So the, re- the day we come to that reality, we begin to live free. Not because from that moment we, we just got free. No, because we realize from that moment that we are free. We realize everything that will happen to you in this season it's a realization it's a realization it's a coming into awareness of something of what Christ has already done you come into that conscious state of who you are in Christ Jesus I said a child as long as he a prince as long as he remains a child it differs not from a servant. As long as he's a child. It is not different from a servant. But the day he comes of age, what happens? It takes over. It takes over. So the day the prince comes of age is not the day he was made heir to the throne. He was born heir to the throne. He was born heir to the throne. The Bible says, calls you and I joint heirs together with Christ Jesus. So, if we are not taking our princely position or priesthood position, does not mean that we are not prince yet. What it means is that we have not realized who we are. Instead, I've seen servants walking, uh, riding horses, and prince walking because the prince has not realized that he's a prince he can permit that to happen but the day the prince realizes who he is and takes his position and then somebody tries to terrorize him and sickness tries to come he stands his ground and say no i am not the sick trying to be healed i am the healed protecting my healing protecting my health. I'm not the poor trying to be rich. I am the rich standing my ground and taking my inheritance. So that becomes your confession not because you're trying to get it. No. Because you are enforcing your stand against the things that are trying to take it away from you. But the question you're asking me, Pastor, I don't have it. No. No. It is because they are trying to take it away. That's why you are seeing like you don't have it. But when you stand your ground long enough and let your faith pull you through long enough, you will see what is already yours. You will not be given what what you deserve. You will obtain what you already have. And then you begin to live in the consciousness and awareness of it that's what we call manifestation you say Lord I've been praying about this for months I've been praying about this for years it looks like it's not coming the truth of the matter is when you and I are here faith is building up inside of you but the moment you step out it looks like something has just scattered the whole thing what is happening there is that your faith has been tested and tried such that the faith you're having now if you sustain that faith long enough and stand your ground long enough it could take you a month it could take you a year it could take you several weeks but you're standing your ground based on what you believe and know that christ has provided for you then you become you enter into that awareness and then they say manifestation So when we give a testimony of a breakthrough of something that has manifested, what just happened is that you and I just came into the awareness. It's already there. It's there in the atmosphere. It's there. Christ has positioned everything. God has put everything in Christ Jesus. So we come into that awareness. We come into that awareness. So when we say we have been redeemed by Christ Jesus, what we are saying is that we are free. We're no longer under bondage. We are free. We are free. We are free. John 8, 32. It says, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Jesus in John 14, 6 says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. In John 16, 13, it says the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth so jesus says i am the way i am the truth and i am the life and the bible says that we will know the truth and the truth will set us free will make us free. what it means then is that when you come to know christ you are free you are free why he is the truth he is the way he is the life so when i know christ i'm free so why am I not experiencing freedom in this area? Because I still think that I am bound. I still think that I am bound. Why? Why? Why is it that I still think that I am bound? Because I'm acting bound. As a man thinks in his heart, I'm acting bound. John eight thirty four. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. Verse 36. So if the son sets you free, what? You will be free indeed. Talking about Jesus. So if Jesus sets you free, you are free indeed. Romans 8.1 It says, Therefore, There is now no condemnation for those who are aware in Christ Jesus. No condemnation is not asking any question about it. It is as long as you are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. It is who is him that condemns? Who is him that justifies? It is Christ that died. And then he's the one that was glorified. And Romans 8.23 says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And then the Bible says it is Christ that now glorifies. So the glory that we fell short of, Christ has glorified. So where is the condemnation? Where is the condemnation? Verse two, it says, "Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death." So, when the law, the Spirit that gives life, come, what does it do? It sets you free completely, no questions asked. Sets you free completely. So, why should you be bound? Why? Why should you be bound? Second Corinthians three from verse 17. It says, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, we are being transformed into his image with ever increasing glory comes from the Lord who is the spirit oh, boy so we all unveil faces you know the Bible talks about Moses having a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look at him because of the glory and then the Bible says that that glory is fading away but when Jesus died what did the Bible says that the veil in the temple was turning to So God is saying now, you have access. You are free. That's what he's saying. So, Paul is telling us here that we all, with unveiled face, nothing covering you, no shame, no condemnation, no guilt, you can look at the glory of God and as you're looking at that glory, you are being changed into that image. No more unveiled face. No more covering your face Oh glory. You are free. The veil has been taken away. We are no longer limited in the expressions of the spirit. Nothing is limiting us anymore. On veil face, we are free. We take the veil off. And then we are being transformed into the same image. That was God's intention. When he said, let us make man in our own image. So when he said, let us make man in our own image, it didn't end there. Even after man fell, he still made a way, unveiled face, so that as you keep looking at that glory, the same image that God wanted in the beginning is happening. It's happening. That's his intention. Unveiled face. Everything is taking on. So we are looking at that glory, and then we are being changed. We are being changed. We are being transformed. We are free. No more veil. No more shackles. No more chains. We are free. Glory to God. Galatians 5.1 It said it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. It is for freedom. Christ has set us free. So stand firm. That's the charge. Stand firm. That's the charge. Stand firm. Knowing you are free, stand firm. It's a fight of faith. The Bible calls it the good fight. The good fight. It's a good fight of faith. So you stand firm. I was staying in the elevator service. I said, when when the Bible tells us that we take on the whole armor of God, what he's saying is that it's not your armor. It is God's armor. The breastplate of righteousness. The helmet of salvation. The shield of faith. It is God's armor, not your armor. So you take it on. Why? So that you'll be able to stand. So he's saying it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. So stand firm. Stand firm. and then do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke or slavery no questions asked do not let yourself to be burdened again meaning that the freedom that Christ has already obtained for you is there so whether you're enjoying it or not is left with you so he's saying now that there is freedom don't take bondage by taking bondage, you are reject by rejecting freedom, you are taking bondage. That's what he's saying. By rejecting what Christ has done, you are taking bondage. So do not let yourself to be burdened again by yoke of slavery. Stand firm. Tell someone, stand firm. Say stand firm. In this season, throughout this month am trusting God that will enter into a place in Christ Jesus. Freedom place. Freedom place. Free. Nothing holding you bound from anything. From achieving the things that God wants to do through you. Unveiled face. Unveiled. No hindrance. Nothing. The capacity is there. The potential is there. To do the things that God has put inside of you to do. Nothing is hindering you. Nothing is hindering you. There's nothing stopping you from achieving the things that God has put in your heart. There are no limitations. No limitations whatsoever. Why? Because he has qualified us for it. That's the only qualification we need. He has qualified us unveil face unveil face nothing hindering you what could be more glorious than the glory of God what could be more glorious than that glory so we stand there beholding that glory and then the Bible says we are changed we're transformed we're transformed into the image and cause it ever-increasing glory which means the more you look the more it increases It's never diminished. The more you look, the more it increases. The more it enlarges. The more you look, the more it increases. So you cannot say that, oh, God, um, I'm just going to stop. That's why I'm I'm, I'm so excited about this next three months, April, May, and June. Excited about it. Because it's three months of favor that will be equated to 30 years of results. I'm running with that prophecy. I'm running with it. And you know, God was maximizing it in my mind and telling me, "Do you know what it means? Is that it means thirty years this way and thirty years this way. It means thirty years backwards. If you've lost anything in thirty years, it's coming. If you are to gain anything in thirty years, it's coming. It says to put you in a position of favor in these three months, such that you'll be reaping the fruits thirty years to come. Thirty years to come. Awesome." I'm positioning myself for it. And I'm, I'm, I'm amazed because the teaching that God has given us is free, freedom to let us know that this season, any dream you can dream, begin to dream it. Because there is no limitation at all. Any desire that God puts in your heart, begin to reach out for it and aim it with everything you've got. You will come into tremendous favor. 30 years, you will be reaping the fruit. God will bring you in contact with people 30 years after you will be enjoying the relationship. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. He's saying also that if, if 30 years ago, if you look back 30 years, I will pull resources from 30 years and bring it to you now that it will look like you did not lose 30 years. It's an awesome season we're in, and before that word came, I was telling you that I was seeing this period. That it's a period of wealth. I don't know why, but this season, it's just a period of abundance. There's something coming, people. There's something coming, but God wants us to know that we are free. We are free to think. We are free to dream. We are free to imagine. We are free to to see beyond our limitations. We are free because there is nothing stopping us. No limits, no bondage. We are free completely. We are free. We are free. The veil has been taken away. Oh glory. The veil has been taken away. Please can we get the communion set? Oh, I feel the presence of God. Please play something on the keyboard for me. It says we are being transformed. 2 Corinthians 3, from verse 18. And we all, who with unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his image with ever-increasing glory glory that's, that it says in Romans 3.23 that we have seen and fallen short of that glory is now saying that we are looking at that glory so the glory that we fell short of has come before us and we are beholding it and changing changing into his image as we look we become as we look we become as we look we become every dream every vision every desire that God has put in your heart this season is gaining wings is gaining wings and is flying God is carrying you on eagles wings this season causing you to fly causing you to fly giving you expression beyond your imagination giving you expression Oh, it's a beautiful season we're in. Free to think, free to lift your hands, free to worship. No limitations, no bondage, no shame, no guilt. Completely free. He whom the Son has set free is free in thee is free indeed and when you realize that you are completely free in Christ Jesus you can stand your ground and stand firm and declare God's word and prophesy and speak to those things and call them forth those things which be not as though they were and see manifestation <laughs> and see manifestation because you're free because you're free stand to your feet because you're free Oh The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International For information about Kingsword Ministries Visit us at kingsword.org For information and additional resources Thank you for listening to this message And remember Where the word of a king is There is power